Hey, thanks for coming. Welcome to the Love Shack. Hey, welcome to the Love Shack, a little old place where we can get together and explore fresh perspectives, eavesdrop on juicy conversations, and uncover mysteries that nobody talks about but absolutely influences our relationships. If you are struggling in your marriage, just starting out in a new relationship, or are single and looking to do better next time, this show is for you. My name is Stacy Bartley, and I'm here with my co-host and lover, Tom. Together for the past decade, we have been teaching and loving on people from around the world with the sole purpose of helping individuals and couples to love more and fear less in their relationships, both with themselves and others. And a quick shout out to our podcast listeners. If you're catching this on the podcast, wherever you, you, uh, you, you get those, we sure appreciate that. And just a reminder that we uh, Love Shack airs live on every Thursday at 1 p.m. PST and 1150 KKNW. And I bring this up in case you ever find yourself wanting to catch it live and asking us a question. And wherever you are in this moment, we really appreciate you taking some time and spending it with us. And we've got an outstanding guest. I won't spoil who that hey, is. Hey, yeah. Today on our show, Tom and I are going to be joined by the incredible musician and vocalist Kyle Martin, otherwise currently known as the Piano Man. And to gain his title, he auditioned for the role of Piano Man and beat out over 30,000 men for the lead role in Incredible. I can only imagine how that must have been as an experience for him. Now, you might be thinking, guys, uh, I thought this was like a a show on relationships. You know, I mean, I get that he's amazing and a vocalist and a a musician and all. But I mean, like, are we gearing up for a show here? Like a performance? No, no, no. We're going to show you something here. The three of us together today. What we're going to talk about is why your voice matters in your relationship. It's all about owning your own unique voice, which you're going to come to discover matters a whole lot when it comes to matters of the heart. We'll be right back in a few moments to have that conversation. Do you feel like your love life is on life support? It's time for a turbocharged relationship resuscitation with an alternative to marriage counseling. Head over to StacyBartley.com to learn more about their proprietary programs their clients use to save their relationships. S-T-A-C-I-B-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com. Visit StacyBartley.com today. Ready to learn the most important thing you can do to revitalize your relationship today? Go to StacyBartley.com slash fairy dust. StacyBartley.com forward slash fairy dust. This is the number one thing Stacy teaches her VIP clients that has the power to improve the health of your relationship today. Learn how sprinkling a little fairy dust in your relationship can stop arguments in their tracks, rekindle your spark, and take your difficult conversations from the struggle bus to easy street. Are you tired of sitting on a couple's counselor's couch and feeling like you're just rehashing the past and making no progress? Do you feel like you're holding on to your relationship but panicked you're losing your partner? 
It's time to learn how to deepen your connection, finally resolve the arguments that keep coming up, understand yourself and your partner, and create the level of intimacy you've been dreaming of. It's time for love to tingle your toes again. Schedule your private session with relationship expert Stacy Bartley at stacybartley.com slash checkup. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. Hey, welcome back. So today we're going to be talking with our guest, Kyle Martin, and we're going to be talking about the topic of when it comes to love, believe it or not, uh -uh, it's time to take a breath and clear your throat and own your voice. I need you to understand that voices are not just for talking. They are used as an expression of who we are and who we have the capacity to become. They help us to pursue our dreams, help us take a stand when we need to, perhaps show up and love wholeheartedly, maybe take a stand for others, or heck, you know, just be bold and own yourself. They're the key to helping us gain the courage to show up in life. And it's important that we learn how to do that because that's what robs us of most of the things that we desire, especially in our relationships. Your voice, yes, all of you who are listening, your voice actually has the ability to provide you with courage and self-confidence when you harness it. And that's why we've invited Kyle to come in and be a part with us here in this Love Shack today because he's used his voice as to beat out over 30,000 men for a lead role in The Piano Man. And yes, he is talented, but the thing that Kyle has inspired in me is the importance of owning my own voice in expressing it, owning it, using it as the powerful tool that it truly is. It is truly a doorway to our personal power. So let me formally introduce Kyle. Um, He is opening on Las Vegas as we speak right now, um, the Piano Man show. So if you get a chance to check it out, you've absolutely got to. It's going to be the very first show that's opening post-COVID. He's also been the star of Moving Out on Broadway and has also led the lead, or I'm sorry, also the lead singer in the award-winning Joel, which is a Billy Joel tribute band. Um, Kyle continues to delight audiences all over the United States as he packs theaters and arenas. And on a very small side note, and folks, very small side note, he just happens to be my personal voice teacher, whom I adore. So, Kyle, welcome to the show. It's so great to have you here. <laughs> it's it's great to be here. Thank you so much, Stacy. Yes. So today we want to talk about, of course, the importance of each of us finding and expressing our own voice. And as Kyle, I've shared with you, but I'll share it again for our listeners. That's been a heck of a journey for me. Um, In my life, it's always been too something, right? Too bold, too big, too loud, too expressive, too flamboyant, too over the top, love too hard, too much, too often. (laughs) There's been a whole lot. A lot of twos there. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And when you and I started doing our lessons, you said something that struck me to the core And that's when you said, Stace, you have to understand that you and I sometimes do the same things. When people show up for a voice lesson, they're asking me, am I good enough, right? Um, Can I do this? Is my voice good enough? Can I do anything with this? Is this important or should I just stop and quit now? 
And you said to me, Stace, it's really not about that because everybody has a really good voice if they develop it. The key is, right, understanding that when we express our voice is it's key to our identity. So what I would love for you out of the gate here is I kind of, you know, put it in my own words, but I would love for you as the voice teacher here, you know, the person that encourages people all around the world to do this, to maybe teach that principle for our listeners. Sure. Um, You know, I I think, you know, being a voice teacher and being a performer and entertainer, um, you know, again, that that whole kind of gamut about helping people find their voice. When people walk into my studio or they work with me for the first time, um, you know, as a voice teacher, we kind of laugh about it, that that we take on the role of teaching music, teaching voice, teaching the mechanics of the voice, teaching technique and style of performance. But we also get the opportunity to, to invest in people's lives. And so when we invest in their lives, we get to find out a lot about them and uh, their, their, you know, positives, their negatives, their insecurities. Um, there's, a, there's just a whole gamut of things. And I'll tell you, as things kind of go along, you know, you develop that, that, that friendship, but you've developed that, that kind of relationship with that person. And they end up sharing things a lot of times that, um, that they, they, they would in a, in a counselor's. Now I do not pretend to be a counselor. <laughs> I, do not have, I do not have my degree at all in counseling at all. So, so, you know, if people are messed up because of me, I apologize. I'm just, <laughs> um, but, uh, as a voice teacher though, you know, giving my, uh, you know, some anecdotal advice and so on and so forth, that's, that, that's, that's one of the things that, that we find ourselves kind of getting involved in. And one of the things that I found is when people walk into the studio or when people work with me online, um, they're very nervous about showing off their voice. And, uh, mm-hmm. it's because they, they, they've been told at some point in their life that they're, not good enough or they're um uh they need to improve or they need to do whatever now we all i mean it goes without saying we all need to improve that that's just that our there are our, our life's goal right we want to be the best that we can be however um the voice is one of those things that's attached so closely to our identity that when something happens uh to that or, or somebody tells us it's not good enough it immediately affects who we think we are so I can't tell you that's one of the first things that people tell me, well, I'd never sing in public or no, you'll never be able to get me up on that stage. I'm like, are you sure? Are mm-hmm. you sure about that? Because if, if, um, if, if they can't do that, then something has damaged their, their identity. And I think one of the things that we find that out the most is when we lose our voice. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, when we, we have, we spend so much time finding our voice that it's only until we realize that we've lost our voice that we realize the need to find it again. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, my mom is a, is a great example of this. And, and uh, you know, when she was in junior high, uh, she was in um, uh, she was in choir and some lady behind her told her, said, hey, can you sing a little bit quieter for me? Because all you do is uh, you're you're throwing everybody off. Mm. And that stuck with her the rest of her life. And, you know, I can't tell you, and people that are listening right now, they probably experience the same exact thing. Just one little tiny comment just has affected their whole life. Mm -hmm. One little thing. And and when it comes to our relationships, I can think back on the relationships I've had. It's just that one little tiny thing 
that we don't think about that all of a sudden snowballs into something that's bigger or something that's bigger and it becomes just this big elephant in the room eventually and then though you know us you know each of us in the relationship realize that we've kind of lost our identity in that one little tiny small thing Mm-hmm. I so agree with you. And, um, you know, in, in the work that we do, we teach that there's our physical body and we all really relate to that, right? I mean, we that makes sense. We can wrap our head around that. Everything seems to be physical, right? Mm-hmm. We can measure it, agree on it, quantify it, touch it, smell it. But then there's this thing called our emotional bodies. And it's very real. And it's just as real right. as our physical bodies and it's part of who we are, right? And that one's a little more tricky because it's invisible, it's fluid, it's dynamic. And the darn thing can time travel on us. Right. But our voices, an expression of ourselves, whether that be, you know, through singing or talking or sharing how we feel, what's going on for us. Right. Or what's playing out in my thinking. Right. Is where my body and my emotional body come together. And and so mm-hmm. many times when you're teaching me a lesson, Kyle, you'll say, "Okay, Stace, you know you've sung the words, but come on, you know, let's let's <laughs> give me some emotion, give me some <laughs> expression, right?" Um, and you've yeah. said to me again and again and again, "Okay, that's way more important than the words you're singing, right?" To to show up, mm-hmm. right, and combine yes, your ability to use the physical voice, but but to put that emotional expression on it is everything, right? So right. I would love more of your thoughts on that. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Navigating the silent, complex moments of separation or your partner's need for space can feel like walking through a maze without a map. If this sounds familiar, know that you are not alone. This journey, filled with uncertainties and introspection, requires a gentle, understanding guide. Hey, I'm Brooke from Love Shack Live. We see you, and more importantly, we get it. That's why we created the Separation Support Bundle a collection of resources designed to not just guide you through separation, but to offer comfort and clarity during these times. Our separation guide offers insights and support to help make sense of your emotions and the process of separation. And for those moments when words escape you, our guide on 10 texts to send when navigating space provides thoughtful prompts to help communicate with compassion, plus a soothing separation meditation to help ease the overwhelming moments. Because sometimes all we need is a starting point or a way to start feeling okay again. Remember, you don't have to journey through these complexities of separation alone. Our separation support bundle is here to accompany you, guiding you towards healing, understanding, and most importantly, the renewed sense of self. Visit stacybartley.com forward slash bundle today to access your free separation support bundle. At Love Shack Live, we're all about exploring the real stuff that relationships bring, the good and the challenging. So let's tackle this together, because even in the hardest times, there's hope, growth, and yes, even love to be found. Sure. Um, you know, so, it, you know, emotion and technique. So when we're when, when I teach a student and I'm teaching you, Stacey, um, you know, I always have to write this fine line between technique and emotion. And a lot of times I find that, uh, you know, we give up one for the other. A lot of times we're, we want to sing so perfectly that we forget the emotional side of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's that, it's that war of perfection and joy, right? So, um, you know, so I have to kind of remind myself and, that, you know, you know don't, don't get me wrong. Technique in singing is very important. Uh, it will end up getting us um, ex- exactly what we want on the emotional side. That's the great side about technique. But 
if we're focused so much on that technique, we forget the the emotion and why we're doing it. There's the how, and then there's the why. Mm-hmm. And the why the why is super important um, because well, hey. Um, you know, the audience, you as the audience member want to want to be moved. You want the reason why you're going to listen to this song. Think about your favorite song for a moment and and why you love that song. And I can tell you, it's probably not because, wow, they have perfect technique. No, you're probably thinking, wow, because they move me. That's that that song moves me. That person's voice moves me. That guitar lick. Wow. The way that they do that is just so it's so powerful. And music is probably one of the most emotional forms of speech that we can do. I mean, if we could just, you know, in our relationships, if we could just sing um, and, and play guitar, you know, throughout the throughout our whole marriage, throughout our whole relationship, that'd be perfect. <laughs> don't you think? You know, <laughs> sing me a song, me, honey, baby. Honey, yeah, I know, right, hey, honey. I need to, I need to talk to you for a moment, <laughs> baby. You know, <laughs> Stacy is starting okay. to sing to me all the time now, Kyle. I love it. That's great, Tom. That's great. He's my audience of so one, long. right? <laughs> After our lesson so, last so, week, I mean, he says, "Wow, baby, you really built yeah, that no, out." I was like, "I know," and it felt yeah, so good. And, really. and you know, Kyle, and and for listeners out there, I mean, working with your voice is just like kind of going to the gym. I drag myself mm-hmm. in, right? Uh, inevitably, before the lesson, it's like, "Okay, okay, yes, we're going to oh, yeah. sit down, we're going to do this," and then you know, we go through the lesson, and I walk out going, "That was so much fun! I feel so on <laughs> fire right now!" Right. <laughs> I'm so glad I did that. And same thing next week, you know, you drag yourself in and you walk out on fire. And that's Mm -hmm. my experience right now as I, I work with owning my own voice. So that leads me to a question I'm dying to ask you, Kyle, which is, you know, you've done phenomenal things with your voice and, and listening to your music and such. I, I know that it's the expression, like you said, it's that combination or shall we say that balance between owning and honing your physical abilities with your voice, you know, that technique you talked about and the expression that you put on top of it. And you're right. It's the expression that moves me. So I got to ask you, how is it that you learned how to embrace and own your own voice? And is that something that you still struggle with? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. It's something I still struggle with for sure. I think we all do. Um, you know, there's there's always this ebb and flow of finding our voice, losing our voice, finding our voice. And, and um, <clears throat> you know, when I think the most poignant moment for me, and uh, you know, here I am on a relationship show. Um, it was, uh, you know, here I was, um, you know, on on the stage singing in front of thousands of people, and you know, my life during that time fell apart personally. And um, you know, I, I can say this freely. You know, my uh, my my ex wife and I, we are uh, we're actually quite close. We're good, we're really good friends. We're you know all that, but it was during a time that was very tumultuous um, during our marriage. And, um, and, and our marriage, unfortunately it fell apart. And, um, I realized as a singer and as a performer, um, before then, you know, it's easy as a performer to phone it in, to just get up there to, you know, just do it night after night, the same show every night. Um, and, and, you know, deliver enough to where people are like, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But how do you move it from pretty cool to, oh my God what just Mm -hmm. happened that was amazing you know that would that extra wow factor and you know they talk about how you know musicians a lot of times we suffer 
And uh, I agree with that in a mm. lot of ways. Now, it doesn't mean go, go out and look for things to suffer. Uh, no, I'm not saying that. But it, but it just kind of naturally happens where all of a sudden, all those words that came, um, that I was singing night after night, they, they, they came alive. You know, every word became true. Every emotional inflection came true. And I knew that, you know, when, when my, my marriage was falling apart, um, the only thing that I could do, I was either going to be, you know, I was going to be at the bottom of a bottle or I was going to be, you know, performing the crap out of the song. And I'll tell you what, that poor piano that I was playing, um, felt every single emotion that I was pounding on that thing. And that poor microphone, oh, it was feeling everything. And I remember that very first show that I was back after, um, you know, after realizing, you know, the demise of my marriage. And um, I, I was bawling my eyes out. Mm -hmm. And, but every single note that was coming out was clear. Every Mm -hmm. note that was coming out was emotional. And the whole audience, not a single, there was not a single dry eye in the house. And the dancers that were out on the, uh, on the floor, um, they were carrying each other off stage going, oh my God, this is, this is, this is intense. This is absolutely intense. And I sang the song called Shameless. And you all probably know this is a Garth Brooks song. Believe it or not, it is written by Billy and it was performed first by Billy Joel on his uh, Stormfront album. So you can actually listen to that that version of it as well. But, excuse me, during the show... Um, you know, we do, we do that song shameless and it's at a very poignant moment in the, in the musical and that song, um, every, before every show, I would always, you know, go, this is for my baby. This is for my love. And, and I would sing it and, and all of a sudden here's, it's not no longer there. And that, that pain just, oh my God, I, that, I remember at that moment, that's when I found my true voice. It was Mm -hmm. the, it was the voice of. everything that I was stuffing down, everything that I was crying, uh, crying out about. And that whole thing came to life so much so that the, the saxophonist that was in there, um, he, he, his, his mouth was on the, the reed of the, uh, (laughs) of, of of the saxophone. And it was just like, just hanging off of his lip right after the song. Meanwhile, I'm looking like a freaking blubbering mess here. And, and so he, he goes, dude, I have been with every single piano man since the beginning of this. I said, that is the most amazing and the best shameless I've ever heard in my whole life. And like, it was bringing him to tears. Oh, that's so cool. I think we had to give our listeners a little snippet of what you're capable of right now. Um, Eric, could you play us a little snippet of um, Billy Joel, my life? This is Kyle Martin performing. Ooh. Kyle, is that the saxophone player you were talking about? Yeah, that's the saxophonist I was talking about. Yep. <laughs> I love it. That's incredible. Uh, Jeff, Jeffrey Texon, is he's a three-time Grammy-nominated saxophonist. And I'll tell you, the things he does with that that saxophone, oh, my God. It, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in awe, absolutely in awe. Yeah. So, so Kyle, let me ask. So when you were able to, to, you know, reach that place, you know, as you were, sounds like, you know, using it as a very cathartic process, you know, and mm-hmm. realizing yeah. what you you know, what you were going through in your marriage and where that was going. Have you, have you been ever able to access that again? Or do you now able to know when you're at that place just from a, of a performance standpoint? Um, that's such a good question. Um, you know, uh, there's nothing as potent as right when you go through the thick of it. 
Sure. Um, but we always remember, I think whenever, whatever emotion, whatever powerful emotion we go through, it always leaves a scar and it always reminds us where to kind of go back to if we need to. And, you know, um, yeah, I do go back to that spot every now and then. Um, you know, it, I, I try to keep myself kind of on edge every now and then, um, you know, just so that I can, you know, know when to access that. Um, whenever we're feeling that, 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 that heartbeat going a little bit faster and that adrenaline rush going a little bit, um, um, a, a little bit more, uh, rushed, um, you know, it's, it, I, I do kind of grab onto that or something like that so that I can emulate a bit of that, that, that emotion. Um, the great thing about this show in particular, uh, that we're doing in Vegas right now, uh, it's just, it's very high energy. And, you know, there's there's songs of love. There's not a whole lot of songs of heartbreak, but there's a lot of songs that are just absolutely just high energy and fun. And just, you know, uh, you know, we do like you know, some Elton John songs in there, too. So, you know, when we get to Saturday nights, all right for fighting. I mean, you know, we're just like, you know, we're in your face, you know, and it's just <laughs> it, it's it's just it, it's so much fun. And so, you know, the great thing about, you know, the emotion that I've grabbed onto uh, through this experience and in, in, in the demise of my marriage um, was I, I think it was a pathway to a lot more things um, in accessing more extremes of the fun, of the happiness, of the joy, um, and not just the anger. Mm-hmm. You, know? you know, what you're describing is the polarity in the world that we live in, right? And I feel Absolutely, yeah. Our physical bodies and our emotional bodies are a part of that polarity, right? And, right. and so is the, the anger and the joy and the pain. And I like to say, you know, there's a four-letter word that's going to be a part of every single relationship that you've ever been in or will ever be in, right? And most people can't guess what that and it is. it doesn't start with L. And it doesn't start with L. <laughs> <laughs> And no one usually guesses it, ever. <laughs> I've done this as a hangman exercise in some of our live <laughs> workshops, right? And the, and the four-letter word is pain. Because yeah. every relationship that you've ever been in that means something to you is at some point in time going to, like, break your heart. You're going to disappoint somebody or yourself, right? You're going to say something stupid. You're going to react to something that punches you in the gut. And it's just part of the deal. It's part of the ride. It's part mm-hmm. of managing that polarity. And so oftentimes it's the pain. I loved what you said when you said it kind of leaves a scar that you can go back to and remember, not beat yourself up over, for heaven's sakes, but go back right. to and remember, yeah. right? Because it was there to teach you something. So I I got to ask you, um, how has owning your voice now carried over into your personal life as you went through this experience with your your first wife? I don't know if it was your first wife or yeah. second wife. Yeah, it was my, fir- my first wife. Yeah, first wife. <laughs> my, uh, my, on my eighth wife. It was my <laughs> <laughs> well, you had said, well, and you had said, you know, you the voice comes and it goes and it comes and it goes. You know, you find it, you lose it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let, let, let's be a little bit more figurative in our speech here. We got to, um, no, it's, um, no, it's my first wife here. Well, so, and, no. and wait a minute, before you say that, I have one more thing to say. It depends on how we're counting, right? Are we talking marriage or are we talking lovers? Um, oh, we're, ta- we're talking. <laughs> oh, 23? <laughs> uh, no, I'm just. I, 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 I cannot Don't answer that, Kyle. Deny, uh, <laughs> Don't answer that, Kyle. No, no, no. no. Don't worry. Um, and how, how that's bled over into my personal life. Um, you know, and I, I think the the person that I'm I'm singing a lot of his music, um, Billy Joel, uh, and, and accessing a lot of 
his traits, his, you know, uh, I know, I know there's one particular word I cannot say on, on live air, but, uh, you know, his very famous phrases, I don't take, you know, what from anybody. And, um, Let's start with an S another, or an F, uh, S and uh, we'll do a hangman uh, game uh, of this <laughs> a later and you can guess which one that is. Um, but, uh, a lot of that had, had kind of bled into, into my personal life. And, mm. you know, I'm realizing, you know, it, it is kind of an awakening for me where I realized how much of my life I was being taken advantage of. Yeah. And I think a lot of times in, in, in our relationships, we realize how much, you know, either we're giving or we're taking. And, um, and, and a lot of times, you know, I realized too, you know, I, I wasn't without fault, you know, um, you know, in, in any type of a relationship, um, you know, you realize, you know, it, it takes two to tango. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I do not pretend to be the most perfect husband. I don't pretend to be the perfect person, but, um, you know, where, where it kind of bled into my life was being able to take a strong stand and finding my own voice and being able to stand up for myself and saying, saying and verbalizing what I will accept and what I won't accept. And, you know, I, I think a lot of it, too, I got married when I was 20. And uh, so it was like, you know, two years out of, out of, uh, out of high school. I met my wife right at 18. And so I hadn't had a whole lot of time to, you know, find myself or, you know, I love those people that like come in. They're like, I'm going to go on a trip to Europe and I'm going to backpack and I'm going to, you know, find out who I am. I'm like, let me know when you find out, you know, Uh, (laughs) you know, it's like I'm envying that you can go to Europe in the first place. Uh, But, you know, a lot of a lot of times we just get involved in this life and we don't find out who we are. And so we become captive to, um uh, you know, what, what we're defined as, you know, and I was defined as a, as a husband and, and, and as a father and, um, you know, at a very early age. Wow. So, Oh, not to cut you off. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, ahead. you know, so many of us feel like when we step into relationships with others, that it is all about giving, you know, it's kind of like we make this pack that, hey, I'm going to forsake myself and only be concerned about what you want. And right. you're going to do the same for me. Oh, my gosh, this is like, oh, soulmate. And it's yeah. not how it works at all. That's the minute you start yeah. to lose your voice or lose the sense of yourself. And, oh, you know, so true. <laughs> we dance and navigate that ebb and flow, right? Which has everything to do with owning your voice. Because if you lose that voice and you can't advocate for yourself, you won't communicate what you need or what you want or what's important to you or valuable to you or what's not working for you, right? Mm-hmm. Then we mm-hmm. go along with. And one of two things is going to happen. We have two really incredible ways of dealing with this. Um, the first one is I'm going to rip your face off. I'm going to control the show. I'm going to tell you every little teeny tiny thing you're doing that is messed up and off base and ridiculous and please you know why are you doing that or I'm going to go into a collapsed state where it's whatever it doesn't matter do whatever you want right I go quiet Mm -hmm. and we usually choose one of those two extremes when we don't know how to own our voice and and stand and use it 
right? And so I, I think it's so, so, so important. And, and I can only say as a firsthand experience that the more I allow my voice to sing, and, and I felt like I had a pretty good handle on owning my voice. I've had my fanny kicked around the block a time or two, just like most of us <laughs> do before we find it and own it. But there's still levels and layers. It's amazing when you start exploring <clears throat> it. Oh my gosh, there's still so much to do and there's still so many places to go. And, and you're helping me like dig far, far down in there, right? And like pull out right. things that I, like you on that stage crying, haven't experienced in a, in a really, really, really long time. And yeah. so it's, it's amazing that singing and, and that kind of thing can, can do that for us. So how about this, Kyle? How about if we, yeah. uh, we take a break, one more break, sure. and we'll come back. And maybe you can like run us through like a few minute exercise, like how listeners can like follow along. You could give us a little voice lesson, some little warm up exercises or something. What do you that think? Sounds, that sounds fun. Very fun. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. Are you tired of sitting on a couple's counselor's couch and feeling like you're just rehashing the past and making no progress? Do you feel like you're holding on to your relationship but panicked you're losing your partner? It's time to learn how to deepen your connection, finally resolve the arguments that keep coming up, understand yourself and your partner, and create the level of intimacy you've been dreaming of. It's time for love to tingle your toes again. Schedule your private session with relationship expert Stacy Bartley at stacybartley.com slash checkup. Ready to learn the most important thing you can do to revitalize your relationship today? Go to stacybartley.com slash fairy dust. stacybartley.com forward slash fairy dust. This is the number one thing Stacy teaches her VIP clients that has the power to improve the health of your relationship today. Learn how sprinkling a little fairy dust in your relationship can stop arguments in their tracks, rekindle your spark, and take your difficult conversations from the struggle bus to easy street. Do you feel like your love life is on life support? It's time for a turbocharged relationship resuscitation with an alternative to marriage counseling. Head over to StacyBartley.com to learn more about their proprietary programs their clients use to save their relationships. S-T-A-C-I-B-A-R-T-L-E-Y.com. Visit StacyBartley.com today. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Ooh la la, for those of you who are just joining us, we are having a wonderful conversation with Kyle Martin, who currently is the piano man on the Las Vegas Strip, an incredible musician and happens to be my personal voice teacher. Um, He's about ready to give us some exercises that we can do to kind of help stepping into owning their voices because it absolutely plays out into our life and into our relationships and our ability to take a courageous stand for ourselves or express what it is we want to say and do. 
And so, Kyle, take it away. Give us all take a little mini voice lesson, please. <clears throat> sure, sure. Well, before before I actually get into the actual singing portion, I just I just want to uh, say to the listeners out there how how I deal with um, different age groups and different people. You have to read that situation. Me as a voice teacher, I have to read that situation uh, quite significantly. You know, when somebody walks in that they're ten years old, I'm not going to get very cathartic with them. But when they're you know they're you know when they kind of uh, you know have that emotional block or something. Sometimes we kind of go into that. Um, but one of the things in order to find our voice is um, realizing, okay, first of all, what are my, what are the things that I'm scared of doing? And I find that a lot of singers are scared of this one little, little tiny thing. And, but it becomes absolutely amplified and it's called the crack or the break. And we always have that in our voices, that area right in the middle of our voice where we kind of go, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And so what we do as, as human beings, we don't like that. We don't like that sound. So guess what we do? We avoid it. So rather than go through it and rather than embrace it and realize, okay, that's going to go away over time. But the more that we try to control our voice, the more that crack is going to be there. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, so what I want to do, first of all, is I want to show everybody, first of all, that they actually have a voice how many people out in the audience you know you can take a personal stock how many people believe that they can't hit high notes mm. or that they can't um uh that that they sing just only extremely low or they only sing extremely high or you know there's there's different things that people have told them so i don't like limitations on the voice at all so i'm going to show you just really quickly you guys can do this in the comfort of your own car your home whatever I want everybody to say this for me, just real nice E. So E. e. Good. Now e. we're going to take that a little higher and I want you to go inside that out from the top. So E. Like that. E. Ooh, there was some harmony there. It was nice. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, very we've nice. Been, we've been practicing her. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see this. Yes, yes. Um, so back, uh, back at home, now I want everybody to go. Like that. Oh boy. <laughs> Tom's looking at me. Do That's that one a little bit more difficult. Do that one more time, Kyle. Give me one more. Sure, no problem. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> you, guys use this. you better use that as a promo, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will. <laughs> Now, if you notice, if you did this at home, and of course you and Stacy and Tom, uh, you guys tried this as well, and you notice you actually went to an extremely high note up there. So mm -hmm. what that means is, guess what? You do have range. You completely have range. Now, the E is a very powerful vowel. The E is at what we call at the top of the enharmonic scale. So I'm going to get a little scientific with you for a moment. That E is at the top of the enharmonic scale. That's the area that you can hit an E nicely and it can cut above everything else, okay? Mm. We're, we're used to finding our voice in the low range where we're kind of going, ah, hi, how are you? Very forceful, very authoritative. How's it going? And you must have that if you're gonna sing. Not necessarily, you know? If you have other instruments playing around you, you don't just wanna belt things out and just get really loud, otherwise your voice is gonna be gone, you know, mm. very, very shortly. So if you take advantage of that frequency up there on the top, that yee, yee, you hear how that you hear how clear that sound is. Yee. Okay. 
So that's, that's one of the best ways to find out, oh, I actually do have a voice up there, especially on the top area. Now you heard in my voice where I had, um, uh, that middle area where I, I didn't do a whole lot of this. And some of you probably did that. Okay. That's okay. Pat yourself on the back because yeah, yeah that's, that's actually a good thing. All right. And, and, and you're, I'm actually going to expose that for a moment. And so we're going to change the vowel. So I want you guys to do this. Ooh. So I want you to, you know, get those lips out. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay. Like about ready to, to ooh, sip ooh, on a straw ooh, there. Okay. Ooh. So you're going to do a ooh, okay? Let's try that all together. Here we go. And ooh, ooh. very nice. Good. Now, if you notice, I noticed, uh, Tom, you went higher than when, really? you, did, than when you did that E. That was okay. kind of cool. Yeah. That was nice. Ooh is another very, very special vowel because it's, what we, it's a very self-focusing vowel, and it's also a release vowel. So that mm-hmm. ooh helps you release into the higher ranges. Mm-hmm. So think about being in, in a crowd. You're like, you know, you see you see a touchdown, you see a, a basket being made, and you're like, ooh, ah, ooh, you know. And you know, when we're at a when we're at a game, you never notice we're not, we're never going like this. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, he he, he, he scored a touchdown. Woo. No, we're going <laughs> like this. We're going, woo! Okay. Woo! And when we do that, immediately we have that range and it's a nice clarity so when we sing we can do that same exact thing so in that top range for a moment i want everybody to take this here i think you can hear this piano maybe a little bit so we're going to take it actually we're going to take it right here Right above that bridge area, okay? Let's try that together. Here we go. Okay. And we're going to take it up just one more, and let's see what happens here. Very good. Very good. Now, immediately in our minds, when we go up higher... We're going. We're, we're living in this upper region, and this is the area that we have a lot of emotion. I can tell you, as a singer, um, it's those high notes that everybody just ah, relaxes, just like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. You know, there's a there's a singer, um, Dimash. Uh, I don't know if you guys ever heard of him, but he was on wow. some type of America's Got or Britain's Got Talent or some some type of Got Talent show, or whatever, um, and. This guy, he sings really, really low, but then all of a sudden he gets like into in, in those extreme high notes where you're just going, oh my God. And of course, the very first thing we think about is I could never do that. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure you can't do that? Gosh, Kyle, that's interesting <laughs> that you say the high notes are more emotional notes for us. I guess that's they, they, really true. A lot of it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also in those higher notes are where we're more out of control because we're using a different muscle set than our lower notes. Mm-hmm. Interestingly good. enough. So, so it's easy to see because we live there in the bottom range. We're like, hi, how are you? How's it going? You know, we're there constantly, especially when we're talking, especially, you know, so we get used to that and we become pretty numb to it. 
it's those high high notes or those high regions where we're you know getting really i don't know if i can do it i don't oh man and so to reach that next level we have to in a lot of sense let go and let go of control now i don't know if this is a great parallel to things we need to do in our lives i have no idea but um you know these are these are things that and, you know, when when I hear singers actually be able to get up into those upper regions, they release a lot more of their emotion. Hmm. It's a fantastic little phenomenon that happens. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Well, and, and, you know, even when we're expressing emotions, you know, my voice is going to go up when I'm escalating or I'm getting charged in the body. You know, oh. you think about when we get upset, I'm going, uh-huh. uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> I mean, it's like... <laughs> Yeah, I was so just, absolutely. We go higher the more emotional <laughs> intense it gets. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just sure. as 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 excuse me, Kyle, as you were sharing that, I was thinking, you know, because we talk a lot about when we're triggered. You know, I mean, so that's interesting. Your description, the yeah, the parallels are very similar. Very similar. Not you know, but we don't realize that is when we're triggered. You know, what happens mm-hmm. to our voice? And that's why you were saying when you're in a game, you know, and you go, yeah. Yay! notice no it's not oh oh. Oh, that was amazing yeah Yeah, it's like yeah when i moved i go high whether that's you know on the scale of getting upset or that's the Mm -hmm. scale of celebration you know yahoo i mean these are all like like in the top of our voice ranges which is wonderful um and the other principle in music that i think really really applies to relationships i'm just going to throw this out there that i i used to teach with a lot is the space between the notes makes the music. Meaning mm-hmm. if I'm going to pound on a, a an issue again, over and over and over again, I'm just gonna pound on it and pound on it and pound on it, right? There's not going to ever be a breakthrough or a melody or understanding, right? Um, mm-hmm. Because I have to have that space and it's important to cause the space to happen between the notes that we say, the things we do, right? The life that we live. Mm-hmm. And I love that music theory of the space between the notes makes the music. And it's so true. So true. That's, There's so that's many- very poignant. That's very, very, very profound. Yeah. And I know I agree with that in a lot of ways, you know, and, and, and I think we, we, you know, when we deal with music, it's, it is those areas in between the notes. It's, it's you know, we, when we're talking about just the, the space, the silence a lot of times is a lot more louder than the actual notes or the words that we're saying. Um, and a lot of people, when they sing, they forget that silence is important. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Silence is so important. Um, you know, when we're talking, you know, I, I was just reading something the other day. It was actually hysterical. You know, one of the uh, Halloween's coming up here. So, um, so I think, you know, we can all appreciate this one. The scariest thing uh, it would uh, during Halloween would be a house full of women saying, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty terrifying. <laughs> I love that. But, but, I, but I think how they say is like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm and just if, fine. And, and if, I'm just fine. <laughs> I don't think it doesn't matter what pitch you say it. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's so um, true. <laughs> let's. Um, I love that, Kyle. Let's. Um, let's open up our lines for a minute and see if anybody wants to call in and and kind of chime in and share some things with us what they're noticing. Um, I'd like to give that opportunity to people if you want to. And if you don't, we're just going to keep talking and singing anyway. So um, let's, let's give it a shot here. Yeah, Eric, you got to remind me of what the uh, station number is. And Tom will give you the text number. You go first, Eric. Okay. You can call in at 425-373-5527 or 
888-298-5569. But you got to be quick. We've only got about nine minutes left in the show. Eric, did you just go, oh, my gosh, she's going to open this up for questions. <laughs> How is she? I thought we agreed. <laughs> and then, and we, then can, if we can squeeze in one or two. There you go. And That's if you want I to thought. text us a question, you know what? Sometimes I know it's, you know, we got to, you got to use your voice. Here we are. We're going to encourage you to use your voice. But if that's not, that doesn't work for you, you can always text us to 601-207-0080. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, really at the end of the day and our ability to show up matters so much and it impacts everything. Like we were saying in the beginning of the show, it impacts my ability to pursue a dream, to sing on a stage to advocate for myself when I when it matters, right? Or even when it just matters to me, it's okay for us to be able to show up and and advocate. And that's a lot of what we do is teach people how to advocate because once we sell our soul and make that pact of saying, I'm going to stop caring about me and what goes on for me, and I'm only going to focus on what makes other people happy, that's the minute that we start to lose ourselves. And that's the minute that our relationships also begin to break down because it's our job to teach everybody in my life, right, how to love me best. And if I'm not showing up and advocating for that and I'm not doing that, then it's not going to happen. So, awesome. Well, gosh, Eric, it looks like we have a caller. We do. We've got Judy from Seattle on the line with a question. I love it. Hi, Judy. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Um, I want to know how to increase the volume in my voice because it causes problems at work. Uh, Meaning... I'll let you take that one, Kyle, but I just want to get some clarity, meaning um, you don't feel like you're heard because your voice isn't loud enough? Yes. People have trouble hearing me. I love it. Now, uh, so there's some things, and and Julie, thank you so much for calling. It's such a great question. Um, I think, um, you know, there's a couple things physiologically. There's also emotional. I think, you know, when, when we have more kind of a subdued voice, um, and then we feel like we really have to push uh, our voice out. Uh, a lot of times that's that's not the proper way to do that. You know, the, part of it is is breathing and part of it is making sure that we can get our vocal folds uh, together to the point where uh, we can get that nice clarity of sound. And um, that's really important. Now, uh, the one thing, you know, you, you know, as men and women, the one thing we never want to come across as we never want to come across as shrill. Uh, we never want to come across as, um, uh, you know, the wrong emotion that we that, that we don't want to come across as. So what what I'd like to do is, you know, do a couple of things. First of all, I want to make sure that, you know, uh, for, for your voice specifically, you know, you can have um, uh, you know, a little bit more oomph, uh, you know, make sure when you breathe in, your belly comes out, okay? And make sure that when you breathe in as well, you're not um, raising your shoulders because otherwise you're going to create a lot of tension here in the in the throat area. So I want to make sure that belly comes all the way out. I call it fat belly. So, um, you know, and that's something I'm, I'm obviously very uh, uh, self-conscious about as well. Um, but um, when we breathe in, belly comes out and then... Just blow that air out, okay? Okay, and a lot of times when we're when we're um, thinking about our breath, um, it calms us down as well. So a lot of times when we're trying to get our voice heard, we get very emotional, we get very nervous, and so when we think about our breath for a moment, we actually calm down. 
Um, the other thing is, is we want to make sure that we have that nice clarity of tone. And I hear, I hear in your voice a little bit, there's a little bit of raspiness that's in there. And, um, you know, there's a whole host of reasons as to why that would, that would happen. Um, you know, everything from, you know, allergies to acid reflux to, um, you know, so on and so forth. Um, but, um, you know, so you know, making sure that our vocal folds can come together. You know, remember when you know, you, you, know, you cook a, a meal or maybe your mom had cooked a meal uh, where you walk in and you're like, mm, 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 mm. let's try that together. Let's try it. Okay. Now, if you notice that, that that actually creates a little bit more of an edgier sound. So that mm, 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 that edgy sound is what you want to let it ride a little bit more. And then when you talk, hi, I have something that I need to say. Hi, I, hi, hi, hi. And so what happens with that is you're able to kind of find, uh, find that voice a little bit more. I, you know, I'll tell you one thing. Um, if you, if you are dealing with acid reflux or you're dealing with allergies and, and you're dealing with a bit more of that raspy voice, um, there are great ways, you know, you can always uh, consult with your doctor as well about the best ways to, uh, to help, to help fix that as well. Yeah, and um, I I want to add something, if I may, and jump in here. Please, um, yes. I would really encourage you to, in the quiet moments of your own life, I can hear that also there's some emotional hold back here. And just, just seeing, open up your voice and breathe, just like Kyle's telling you, and do these exercises, right? And do them uh, with some robust and gusto and just practicing letting go. Um, I think that yeah. would also be helpful. Kyle, do you agree? I think. I, I would agree. And I also would add one more thing. Um, definitely, you know, when you want your voice to be heard, role play, role mm-hmm. play at home, you know, write out the things that you want to say, and then practice how you say them. It's not just what you say, but it's also how you say it. Um, so practice it with, a, you know, uh, taking that breath in, and a little bit more edgy voice as as you uh, as you enunciate everything that you're trying to say. I love Does that, that help you? Does that help you, Judy? Yeah, thank you so much. Oh, thank you for calling in, Judy. Well, gosh, darn it. Our time has come to a close. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I know. It's time to wrap up for the day. Thank you so much, Kyle. Um, I just want to give a shout out. The voicewire.com is where you can go and investigate doing some lessons with Kyle or one of his incredible associates. Um, also, um, uh, you can go to our show site and you can get some information on where to get some tickets to Kyle's show. Is there any last words you want to say, Kyle, as you, as we sign yeah. off here? Um, you know, we're, uh, just remember the, the, it's the voicewire.com and uh, just make sure you put the, the at the beginning there. Um, and then, uh, yeah, come on out to the show. I guarantee you guys are going to have an absolute blast. Um, you know, I thank uh, the audience every single night for um, helping bring back live entertainment. And I can tell you in this difficult time uh, where the music has basically shut off, I can tell you we're dealing with a lot more emotional issues because we are not having music in our lives. And so mm-hmm. anything that you guys can do to help support the arts and support um, everybody's voice being heard, I can tell you. Oh, and go vote, please. <laughs> yes, I love I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> 
And so thank you again, Kyle. I love it. And yeah. thank you so much for being on the show with us today. It's been such a pleasure, Kyle. Thank you so thank you, much. Thank you, Thanks Tom. to our listeners. Thanks, and thank you, Judy, for calling in. I appreciate that. If we didn't get to you, come back next week. We'll we'll do it all again. Uh, speaking of next week, we're going to have a, a communicator, a master communicator and teacher on the show. So don't miss it. We'll see you back then. And know that we send you incredible love along with the power to create in your life today. Have a beautiful week, you guys. Kyle, thanks again. Thank you.